welcome my friend to Next Level Change Success, a change conversation for leaders, project and change practitioners for today and tomorrow. My name is Therese Perez of MyVirtualChangeManager.com and I'm an experienced change and project professional and people leader with many years of experience in the industry. I love business and I love the people side of business especially. So nothing lights me up more than seeing people use change management, project management and strong change leadership to engage, motivate and inspire people and ultimately transform organizations. If you've heard about change management and have no idea of what it involves, then you're in the right place. If you know about change management, but you want to take your practices to the next level, then this is where you should be. I'm going to share the stories of my experiences, interview some fantastic people, and I'm going to explore all of the challenges and opportunities that you face in organizations right now. So please join me and let's go and have some fun. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next level change success. Before I begin, I'd like to acknowledge that I am recording on Tharawa land today and pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians on the land on which I am recording. Well, it's almost Christmas. I can't believe it. It's only a month before Christmas. It's crazy what a year it has been. Today, I wanted to talk about the three critical questions that a change leader will ask. And this is really relevant because there's a lot of change going on in organizations and as leaders, oftentimes you're in the driver's seat insofar as decision-making, helping projects and people who introduce change or who are working on change at the grassroots level. It's your role to help them with the change to be successful. So it's a way of thinking, it's a way of interacting, it's a way of supporting your people that some people may not be familiar with. So I wanted to cover that off today because it continues to be quite challenging. And heading into Christmas, of course, there's probably this last minute push across the organization to get change put in, change delivered, finalized and embedded. Although any change that you're embedding before Christmas, you have to understand that People will take leave, they'll take a break. So that December, January period can be quite patchy when it comes to embedment. So if you're introducing change and you're looking to embed it over the Christmas break, it might take longer than you think. So certainly the cutoff for introducing change many times should be actually that first week in November to enable you to embed it. But organizations haven't tweaked onto that yet. So oftentimes... They are making changes over Christmas. I have witnessed where changes over Christmas have led to a bit of a disaster. Wrong timing, wrong timing of the year, not enough support people on the ground to help. And then all of a sudden issues happen and everyone's scrambling. And afterwards, of course, organizations can say thank you to those who pitched in to help out over that Christmas period. My question is, should it have happened in the first place? So just a few things to think about. If you're in a decision-making seat, always assess risk when it comes to change if you're introducing it over a Christmas period. The three questions, let's talk about those. The first one is pretty obvious, I would think. It's about who's impacted. Who is impacted? If you are a change leader, oftentimes you might make assumptions. What you want to do is ensure that the people who are working on the change have done their due diligence 
or that the people who are delivering it understand the change themselves. And if you find that it sounds like that's not the case, then you have a you know, reason to be concerned. When looking at who's impacted, you want to see, you know, do they really understand? Think about from a change perspective, from the who perspective, there are oftentimes more than one stakeholder group without doubt. Uh, there's obviously a lot of support services that need to be in place for change. So they're also an impacted group. So if they're not explained or articulated in that who is impacted, then you know maybe there's a bit more homework to be done. And as part of that who is impacted question, I think the thing you're looking for is a simple explanation as to the change. And if you're not getting that simple, easy to understand explanation, then ask the person to break it down for you even further because the more that they understand the change and can articulate it, the more confidence you're going to have that actually this change is going to be communicated well. Not only that, but as a change leader, you also want to communicate it in a very, very simple fashion. So if you hear the catchphrase of, oh, this is quite complex, the area you need to prompt on is, well, can you simplify it for me, please? Because the messaging needs to be simple all the time. So the change might be complex, but the messaging needs to be simple. One of the techniques and recommendations I would have for you is to ask the person to, can you explain it to me in a when they, then they situation? So when they do this, then they do that. So when they come across a call on this new voice response system, then they choose a different option than they used to. So when they, then they. So that you can understand the process and the process changes associated with that change in particular. Very important question. Who is impacted? Please explain it to me simply. When they, then they. The second question is, what's the size of the impact? So who's impacted, but can you size it for me? This is a really interesting question that really strategically more and more leaders should be asking on many changes to help them with decision making. If the the actual size of the group isn't quantified, well, this impacts actually 50% of the organization in different ways, or this impacts this particular group, they're the most impacted, that's great, but how how many people across the organization are impacted or how many people externally are impacted? Really, really important size, how and uh, asking that question so that you get a sense of it from a change leader perspective then you can also assess the level of risk how big is this game of change that's being played in the organization is this transformational or is this a small change contained to a team however because of the volatility happening within the organization we just need to really make sure that we work with the people with care because there's so much volatility. Those type of things help a change leader do their job as well in the change. When looking at uh, the third question, very, very simple. What do you need from me to help lead this change? What do you need from me? Of course, you're going to have ideas as the change leader, especially since you've asked the two prior questions. Who's impacted? You're getting an an idea of the strategic areas and the strategic engagement you might need to do as a change leader with colleagues or peers. 
when looking at what's the size, you're getting an idea of, okay, well, actually, there might be more time I need to dedicate and attribute in my calendar to support this initiative. But you should always ask, as a leader, what do you need from me? Is there anything else you need? Just let me know. I talked about in prior blogs and various articles on change leadership that the trend used to be to outsource outsource change leadership to the change manager practitioner and that has changed over time as there is more emphasis on leadership in general in organizations and now more appetite regarding change leadership so by asking that question it indicates that there's a willing change leader who understands their role and who knows that they're the ones on the hook to have the outcomes achieved which is exactly where you want your change leader to be from a headspace perspective taking ownership and accountability and doing what is assigned and aligned to their role, which is to lead change with their team and across the organization. So a change leader who asks that question of the team who is working on the change, tell me what you need from me when you need it, or if it's not clear, but oftentimes it is, then it is really, really powerful and effective and a behavior that's showing that they really do understand their role in change. So it's really the optimal scenario that a change leader would ask, what do you need from me? So they're just uh, three questions, three questions from a change leadership perspective. If you are leading change across an organization uh, within your team, they are three questions to ask or to work through for yourself to be able to lead the change effectively. I hope you enjoyed the episode that was short and sharp. We're heading into Christmas. So I know it's a busy time of year. Thank you for continuing to listen. And I hope to hear from you soon. Come visit us at myvirtualchangemanager.com. And always remember that change matters because your people matter. Have a good day.